Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Why, yes, indeed, it is time for Critical Thinking. I am Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. We are back um, after... Uh, some technical issues yesterday. Um, Pat, same Wi-Fi network, bro. Same Wi-Fi network. Try it. Hey, hey, hey. Look who finally decided to show up to work today. I was actually sick, and I'm still not 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're sick. Uh-huh. Right. You know, You know how annoying it is for you to be sick on a Friday when you make me talk about the news? When I wanted to talk about college football, yeah, mm-hmm. I have a bone to pick with you on that one. By the way, that was that was a that was a great time to, and I mentioned this to my wife. I was like, that was a great time to actually have been sick. <laughs> what did I get to do on Saturday, Pat? You got to watch you you got to watch college football all day long, while I had to freaking clean my house with my wife. Yeah, I got to lay in bed. Take a nap whenever I wanted to and watch college football from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. You rat bastard. <laughs> I should do that more often. Should do that more often. Oh, so, so mad. Especially since I had to miss the uh, uh, Nebraska Northwestern game. Very good game. Very, very, very good game. game. Mm-hmm. Nebraska cannot find a win. To save their lives in close games. They just they just can't. That should have been a win for them. It really should have. They they have no defense again. Yeah. Yep. No pressure up front. Now, nope. Northwestern has one of the best left tackles in all of college football in uh, Peter Skaronsky, but um, wow. 
That was wow. You made Ryan Holinsky look like he was the second coming of uh, Tom Brady. And I'm not talking about Tom Brady, the Michigan version. I'm talking about Tom Brady, the Patriot version. Because <laughs> I honestly think that Tom Brady, the Patriot version, is better than his college self. <clears throat> oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anywho, um, with that being said, it is a Truth or Fiction Tuesday. Pat is going to lead Truth or Fiction Tuesday as I ease myself back into the fold here. And uh, yeah, still not 100%, but uh, but getting better, uh, which is good news. Um Still not sure if it was a science infection or something else, but uh, yeah, it was a it was an interesting few few days last week. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. he was sick. <laughs> hundred <laughs> does a hundred and two point five degree fever count, Pat? Um, I mean, are you sure you didn't have the Rona again? No, I'm sure I did not. <laughs> okay. I had to, I had to, I had to self-test. So my gotcha. my wife was on a committee here in our building and uh, needed to make sure that I wasn't going to pass it to her. That was a good time. Fair enough. I, I bet it was a good time. Bet it was. Bet it was. Yeah, I'm being sick. <laughs> hey, you got to do your practice uh, Pat Oni shows. Well, that's true. That's true. With that having so. been said, Pat. Hit me with the first truth or fiction. Sure thing. So, uh, I want to start. I want to start here. Um, ben Shapiro um, put out a tweet yesterday um, about in regards to the upcoming twenty twenty two midterm election. Um, he said that the Republicans are losing steam in the twenty twenty two election. There are some reasons for this. The Democratic upswing in the wake of Dobbs being the most obvious factor. But there's something else going on here that represents a deeper problem for the Republican Party. And then he goes on in his thread. He said the GOP is miscalibrating the very nature of the American political scene right now based on a myth. In fact, the entirety of the American politics is based on dueling versions of the same false mythology the mythology of the emerging democratic minority majority. Uh, Democrats have handled this myth since 2012, being that it is excusive, excuses their cultural and economic excesses. This is untrue and has led them into the electoral box uh, canyon as many minorities turn away from their woke progressive overreach. Meanwhile, Republicans have also banked on the uh, MEDMM, which is the but uh, Can we emerging use Democratic acronyms majority. Here? Jesus, yeah, geez, I mean, good grief. Uh, to the extent that they believe the magical person like Donald Trump can defeat it, uh, this means when Trump is attacked, Republicans immediately return to making the counterpiece of the conversation, the centerpiece. Yeah, yeah. And this harms them electorally, uh, as every poll is now showing. Um, I don't know that I want to necessarily go to the rest of these, but but truth or fiction is is Ben Shapiro is what Ben Shapiro is saying is that truth or fiction? Both. Whoa, um, I don't know that I like this answer. So. The, the truth part is this. 
he goes on to say two things can be true at once. First, the FBI raid on Trump looks like a political hit. Second, the right. more Republicans talk about Trump, the worse they do electorally. Yes, that's true. Because what have we talked about when it comes to um, when it comes to the midterm elections? It is always a either I run on what I accomplished, right? Or I'm running against the boogeyman on the other side. Mainly the person that I just beat to become president of the United States. And when you attack Donald Trump, the Republicans have that knee-jerk reaction, at least the majority of them, to go and defend him at all costs. And then Donald Trump comes out and talks, opens his mouth, inserts it usually right back into his into his uh inserts his foot right into it and then everybody's reminded of why they don't like him he is his own worst enemy at times most of the time in fact yesterday pat um what did he uh put out a statement on he put out a statement talking about uh needing to declare the rightful winner of the 2020 election. He is still going there. Uh, he put it out on his Truth Social. I don't know if I, if you saw that or not, Pat. Well, I'm not on Truth Social, so... Uh, no, I didn't. Well, he put out a statement, according to Breaking 911 on Twitter. So now it comes out conclusively that the FBI buried the Hunter Biden laptop story before the election, knowing that if they didn't, Trump would have easily won the 2020 presidential election. This is a massive fraud and election interference at a level never seen before in our country. Remedy, declare the rightful winner or, and this would be the minimal solution, declare the 2020 election irreparably compromised and have a new election immediately. See, th this is what I'm talking about. So you want to lose, but... The other part of this that's fiction for me, so that's the truth part, right? The part that's fiction for me is he's missing the point. He's missing why Republicans are losing steam. Name me one thing the Republican Party stands for right now. Name me one legislative, uh, you know, roadmap. Name, name me one step that they that everybody knows that if if they elect. Team GOP this fall will happen. There, there frankly isn't one. Mm -hmm. And this is why, this is why I think Democrats tend to have been doing well, uh, at least somewhat well, or, or at least as, as good or, or if not better than, than the GOP in the last, you know, election cycle on, on a lot of these issues is because they actually, have an agenda they actually have something to give their base to rally their base to vote for right mm -hmm. whether whether we like those policies or that agenda or not they have something to run on right, the gop does well, not and ben shapiro talks about how americans vote against things not for them that's not true that is not true at all it's generally the other way around Americans vote for something. for something. So here's a great example of this, right? 
why why do they have the Democratic majority um, coming out in droves in primary elections, right? Um, you look at Kansas, right? In that constitutional amendment, Dobbs, they're voting for protecting abortion. I, I think that's wrong, but that's what they're doing. This election cannot be Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. This election must be Joe Biden's record versus Joe Biden. That's it. As far as I'm concerned, it's as simple as that. The Republicans refuse to, they, they want the shiny object, right? They want the thing that is going to show the rest of America what we've been talking about, right? They want them to to see the, the FBI raid as bad. They want them to see the corruption in the FBI. They want them to see this. They want them to see that in, in hopes of what? Breaking the system and then being able to to get power to change it. The problem with that is, what are you going to change? You're not giving them something to vote for or against right now. You're not campaigning against Joe Biden and his record. You're just literally picking anything in the news, just grab-handing it, right? Just grabbing whatever's in the produce aisle and throwing it in the cart. They have no mission, no motive, no vision, no nothing. That strategy of going after the FBI raids or, or protecting Trump only works when you also have a vision attached to it. And there is none. There's no political roadmap. There's no, um, hey, these are the five bills that we want to pass, right? These are the things that we stand for. There's none of that. More importantly, these are the things that we stand against that uh, Joe Biden has do, done. And so because we stand against these things, vote for us. They're not doing that either. I, the, the, there's, there's no rallying cry. No. None. None. The rallying cry is really simple. We have a president who is fragile mentally at best. The rallying cry is, elect us to make sure that that mental fragility is not going to turn into issues for our country. You have to make Joe Biden look like the mentally incompetent person that he is. That's the sad reality of the situation. If you're in politics today... How do you win this election? How do you win a landslide? You go and you make the case. You make the case to the American people that he is unfit to be president of the United States of America. And the solution to that temporarily is to not give his entire party carte blanche. Because he ain't driving the bus. I just, I don't know. That, that's where I'm at on this. I think this is a this is a mixed bag of truth and fiction. I I tend to to agree with that, um, and, and the reason why is because I mean, literally the first set statement he says the Republicans are losing steam in 2022. I I 
agree and disagree with that statement. Just that statement alone. It's we're not even to Labor Day yet. Labor Day is this weekend. The vast majority of Americans aren't locked into the election yet. Mm-hmm. And so to say to say one way or another that that the Republicans are losing steam, which we can look at polls right now and say, you know, yeah, you know, that that would point to that. That's true because they're losing steam, especially in the Senate. I don't know about the House as much, but they are definitely losing steam in the Senate. Like, I, I don't know that the Republicans are coming out with a uh, Senate majority at the end of the year or not. But here's here's the point. We're not to the election yet. Most people aren't tuned into that election so this could ease this this could be swayed back into the gop favor but but as you aptly pointed out what would be the reason for your average voter to vote republican in this upcoming election what would be that reason they don't have one and the strategy, as you also aptly pointed out, is incredibly simple. Point out Joe Biden, his weaknesses, and his record. Make this about his record. Make this about the Democrats' record and run on that. Make, it, it's use a, that record against them. It's magical, right, Pat? Nobody's talking the economy. Nobody's talking about this. Nobody's talking no, about that. No, no. And it's all it's all more right now. It seems to be all Mar-a-Lago, all Donald Trump, in which I would argue because I'm there. I think you're there, too. I would argue that we all are suffering from what they call Trump fatigue. Is eh. that is would you say that's true or is that fiction? I, I don't know. I don't know on that one. Uh, I, I will say this, though. I. I'm sick and tired of them falling for here's the shiny thing while over here, right? Um, I'm sick and tired of that. It's 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 easy. Keep your eye on the ball, like just just watch the ball. There's no offense with the Republican Party. No, no. none. They don't know how to play offense. They know how to play victim. It it it, it is the Iowa of the Big Ten, essentially. In basketball terms, in football, because they they don't have an offense right now. Yeah, but they know how to play defense. That's the problem. That's true. Yeah, be more like the Rutgers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rutgers. Well, Rutgers had actually had an all right team last year. Right, kind of like the GOP. They're all right. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But they fair seem enough. to hate their fans. <laughs> Just like Rutgers seems to hate their fans. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're New Jersey. Now, anyway, I, I think to that point that you're making about offense and defense, what would be offense? Talk about you don't support. Things that you don't support, then. If you're not going to talk about things that you do support, talk about we're going to stop spending uh, multi-billions of dollars every other month on a war in Ukraine. Talk about we're going to stop um, funding the FBI until we get to the bottom of this, or stop funding this or that, or we're going to stop 
oh, wait, they can't do that because even under Donald Trump, they spent trillions upon trillions of dollars right. that we didn't have. See, that's the problem, is that if if they were to go down the route of, let's point the record out, it gets the mirror gets turned right on them. There's also the fact that the uh, gay marriage bill that's that's coming up in about a week Mm-hmm. How many Republicans are going to vote for that? Whereas Almost if you went back, if you went back 10 years, how many Republicans would have actually voted for that? None. Exactly. And I want to be clear about this. The reason I do not support that bill or any bill that codifies um, marriage, using that word... If you want to codify a civil union, fine by me. If you want to legally say that, go for it. But a marriage is between a man and a woman. Period. Point. Blank. Without that, our society is dead. Why? Because without it, there's no such thing as procreation. Go the way of the dodo bird, the dinosaurs. And without the institutional recognition that marriage is different than a civil union, I struggle. I really do, because it's just another breakdown of familial structures. Oh, the heteronormativity of of, uh, Western society must be abolished. This is how you do it. You you weaken the institution of marriage. And you do so because, well, anybody can get married for any reason under the law because they will pass a bill that says federally we recognize marriage between anybody. Okay, so to that point, Pat, why why not polygamy? Why not... Um, My argument five, for years. Hmm? That's been my argument for years. Why not? Mm. Is it because it's damaging to the societal structure? It really is. It is damaging to the familial structure. It really is. And I know that's a sore subject in most of the the Mormon church uh, because of past and present and FLDS mm. and, and all that sort of stuff and all those sects that uh, splinter off and yada, yada, yada. But um, it is it isn't but yeah but I, I mean the, the main Mormon church is very clear on polygamy we don't <laughs> no. do it yeah right. <laughs> uh, but my point being that why don't they recognize it anymore they don't recognize it anymore because it's bad for society it is bad for the family it's bad for the children it's bad 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 there are certain things that just because you want to be able to do them. Again, a civil union gives you all of the legal rights. I do agree that there are things that we need to be able to protect, like, I don't know, being able to see a spouse or seeing your the person you're in love with, right, at the hospital. I mm. should be allowed to do that, right? But according to certain law or certain procedures, only family members can do, you know, be there. Well, I'm not family because I'm not married to that individual, right? 
So right. I understand that, but there's ways to do it. There are ways to do that. But again, my my entire thought process on this is government needs to get out of defining marriage, period. Period, point blank. They have no business defining marriage. Pat, you had to get a license to get married. So did I, right? And you had X amount of days to return that license um, into the state, right? Which is stupid, in my humble opinion. But yes. It's dumb. Why, why do I need a marriage license? Why, why do I need that? No. All sorts of no. I just, I, I don't understand that. Get out of my marriage, the state. The state can get out of my marriage or marriage. If you want to say, yeah, we're going to recognize civil unions, right? So like if, if, if two couples, right? Or if a couple, right? A, a man, man and a woman don't believe in, in, um, in religion, right? They have no right. religious belief system. Go get a civil union. Go to the courthouse. You can do that, right? Right. Okay. You did that. Cool. I guess another way of looking at this too, if you want to go down a more uh, religious route, a marriage, a marriage done right, at least in the Christian sense, a marriage done right is not necessarily just between a man and a woman, it's between a man and a woman and God. Right. And what uh, Ben Shapiro was also missing here, Pat, is one thing. What have we heard over and over again from the left over the last two weeks? Or two months, really? Is it in regards... Are we talking in regards to Donald Trump? Or, or I mean, what no. are we talking in regards to? Um, the refrain, the, the common argument that they've run on, the common phraseology, Christian nationalism, Christian nationalism, white oh, Christian yeah. nationalism, Christian nationalism, right. white Christian mm -hmm. nationalism, right? Over and over and over again. Because they're running against something. They're running against, they're trying to tell you that this is the dangerous part of America and it's white Christian nationalism. What? 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 It, it, yeah, uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. it, it bothers me to no end on, a, on this subject that the Republican Party can't stand for anything and they can't just rally around something and keep its eye on the ball. The, the easy thing here is the economy is stupid. Hell, the border. Ukraine. China. Um, Inflation. I mean, pick something. Inflation has not gone away. Energy policy. Pick something. Ah, so speaking of energy policy, Pat, mm. truth or fiction? Um, America has the ability to stop the com internal combustion engine production and everything would be fine. Mm -mm. So you're saying to stop the production? 
would, everything would be fine. Truth or fiction? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with fiction. Mm. Why? Um, because do we have sustainable technology for that yet to replace that? All right. That's what I question. That that that's what I would question. If 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 we had sustainable technology that was efficient, that was effective, you might have something there. But I don't I don't know that we're, that we're there yet. Right. I mean, try going on a cross country road trip with a exactly. We've, we've talked about that, right? You can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have some more statistics for you that will that will prove you correct, Pat. Oh joy! Well, according to the Hill, in June. Uh, Richard Harrington, the head of Earth Sciences at the Natural History Museum in London, and seven of his colleagues sent a letter to the British government underscoring the scale of the challenge that is in front of them if they wanted to go all EV all the time. Harrington and his colleagues calculated the amount of commodities, including rare earth elements, that would be needed to convert all of the United Kingdom's 31 million motor vehicles to electric drives. So the, the 17 elements, they include nadium, which is an essential ingredient in electric motors. So they found that doing so, just for the 31 million Pat, UK vehicles, would require two times the total annual world cobalt production, nearly the entire world production of pneumonium, three quarters of the world's lithium production, and at least half of the world's copper production during 2018 alone. The last time they had like a good measure of the, these numbers. So if we were to take it to the United States, we have 276 million registered motor vehicles. Okay. That would mean electrifying all of them, taking all of them off the road, replacing them with an electric vehicle would need 18 times the production of cobalt, nine times uh, neodymium, three quarters of lithium and half the world's copper and other rare earth metals. Guess who dominates all of those markets, Pat? Ooh, is it, um, does it, does it start with the C and in an Ina? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. China. Mm -hmm. China dominates those markets. Mm. We are literally folks willingly handing our economy over to China. If we do this, if we go down this route, we are literally saying our future is in your hands. It is the dumbest freaking strategy. I'm not against the electric vehicle, by the way. I'm not. I think some of them are some of the most fascinating vehicles that are, that exist. I think the technology is amazingly interesting. And more importantly, it's some of the fastest vehicles we've ever seen in production. Have you ever been inside a Tesla? Yes. Oh, they're so cool. They are cool as shit. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that everybody, we need to be in a position in which we understand, we don't understand the underlying markets that that need to be there to support just the production of the vehicle, let alone yeah, and and I look at it from this perspective, Pat, and I think we've talked about this in the past, but what's the goal here? The goal is what? Renewable, sustainable resources being used to 
fund our electric grid and our fuel supply, if you will, right? Right. What's renewable about using 18 times the world's cobalt production? That's not renewable or sustainable. You can't, cobalt isn't a renewable resource. It is a finite resource, just like neodymium or whatever the hell it is called. Um, just like lithium, copper. These things don't just grow on trees. We can't just reproduce them. We don't have the ability to sustain a renewable version of all of this. We can't take an old lithium battery right now from, a, from an electric vehicle that was 10 years old and recycle it and use it again. We have no ability to do that right now. We, furthermore, we don't have the current infrastructure. While California is about to ban um, by 2030 the production or um, the sale of um, gas-powered vehicles. By 2035? Uh-huh. While that is going on, we don't also on the same track have enough of the ramping up of the infrastructure that would be needed for that to be the case. Furthermore, I argue the number one thing that the American GOP part, the, the American GOP, the GOP party, right? The grand old party, the GOP should be arguing here is we are not going to hand our economy over to China. Because if you do this, if we switch everybody to an electric vehicle, that's exactly what happens. They're going to bend you over a freaking barrel because why? We need cars. We live in suburbs. We live in, you know, we don't live in Shanghai or whatever, like these massive population centers where you can take trains everywhere and do everything like you can here in Chicago, right? Right. You don't have that in Salt Lake City. You might have the bus system, but that's about it, right? There actually is a train system in the uh, Salt Lake City area, but the thing is, you get much outside of that. Um, th- there really isn't one. Not, 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 not good for public use anyway. Right, and so that's my point: is that how do you move people around? Well, I mean, just a kind of a sub truth or fiction here. Truth or fiction. Could we have the infrastructure in place by, say, 2035? Fiction. We don't have enough of the, again, this is my point. We don't have enough of the rare earth metals. And we don't have enough of our current infrastructure to be able, we would have to fix our current infrastructure before we go forward on the electric grid. We're talking about going backwards in terms of the ability to produce electricity, right? right? We're talking about solar and wind, which are, wholly unreliable uh, on that production level to then power the charging station. What if it's been raining and overcast for three days, Pat? It's a fair that, point. That solar panel has a limited amount of production, right? Mm-hmm. Do I think that we could do it? Yeah. I mean, Americans have been able to put their minds to almost anything and do it. That's the beauty of America. But, what I'm arguing is that it can't be at the behest of government. It has to be done because there's a demand or a need for it. Our government has the problem and is the problem here because they've refused to address the current issues on, with our electric grid. And they're only exacerbating the problem 
by not allowing us to do more nuclear, more of the things that are clean coal, clean this, clean that. It just bothers me to no end. Now, speaking of things that will bother you to no end, Pat, are you ready to play the B or not the B? Why would that bother me to no end? Well, I shouldn't say that. Maybe it bothers Izzo uh, to no end because uh, he does have to fork over some more of his money. Dude, the, the the man's loaded. I don't think he cares. All right. That means it is time for the B or not the B. Today's headline, Pat, if you're ready. New York finally cracks down on crime by outlawing whipped cream purchases for people under 21. New York finally cracks down on crime by outlawing whipped cream purchases for people under 21. While you're thinking about that, folks, um, while there's just water in this cup today, um, please visit our fine friends at American Pride Roasters, AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Historically great coffee. I cannot. The Burr Hamilton is fantastic. Coffee drops. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Go check them out. AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Do you need the headline one more time, Pat? I don't think so. Okay. This has got to be the Babylon Bee, right? Because that that that's just that's just ridiculous and satirical. I don't see New York actually outlawing whipped cream. Final answer? Yeah. You just cost us fifty dollars. Are you freaking serious? That, uh-huh. That's a real headline. Yep. That's this is not the. That bee. is a real headline. Are you? Oh my hell! Oh no! That one got me. Uh huh. Like hard. Yep, 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 yep. You read all the stories about how bad crime is in New York with its horrible catch and release policies and all that wonderful goodness, but take heart because New York is cracking down on crime by making it illegal to buy spray whipped cream if you're under 21. That's right, the same New York that opened safe injection sites so medical professionals can administer heroin and other illicit drugs to addicts has now banned the sale of spray whipped cream to minors. Secure... Satirical jabs aside, apparently, sprayed whipped cream uses nitrous oxide to propel the cream into the foamy goodness atop our uh, ice cream sundaes. Addicts are buying up whipped cream, pulling up uh, the nitrous oxide canisters and inhaling the gas, which is called a whippet, right? So nitrous oxide, more commonly known as laughing gas, has been used for decades as a general anesthesia, but can also cause fun side effects like hallucinations, brain damage, dementia, and death when used inappropriately. Who knew we were living on the edge of our whipped cream for so long when it was full of drugs? The DEA says that one in five minors have used an inhalant like a whippet before eighth grade, and a lot of the side effects are irreversible. Now, that's true. There are some very irreversible things about this, and it is dangerous. Um, but what? What? What the F? The answer is to ban the production or ban the sale under 21 under 21 yes pat your final thoughts how, here on uh this uh subject uh how uh how 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 many people over the age of 21 are also going to abuse that quite a few pat quite a few yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. doesn't just, really i just wanted to make sure that we're we're on the same page here because you know it's banning the it children. before the age of 21 is is gonna be a magical cure of some kind it's the children it's all about the children 
Speaking of drugs, uh, Pat, did you see the uh, the headline with uh, Michael Jackson? Oh, how he had multiple aliases for to get 19 drugs? 19 aliases to get drugs. Holy crap. So not only was he an alleged pedophile, but also a drug-addled pedophile. Can you talk about a more screwed-up pop star in history? No, 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 I can't. I, I can't think I, of one. I can't think of one. I, I really can't. And, and, and the worst part is his music is so bleeping good. Eh, I, I liked a few of his songs. I wasn't like a huge fan. So good, so good. His, in, in terms of pop music, easy top five, easy. Oh, sure. I I don't disagree there. But then all the other stuff. And and then you never want to, yeah. It's kind of he's kind of R. Kelly for me. Like I I don't want to listen to it, but if it's there, I will. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I think R. Kelly might top him. Yeah, well, yeah, human trafficking, kidnapping. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's probably worse. Yeah. Mm Hmm. I don't but know. Yeah, by I mean, talk about what I'm saying, right? 19 yeah. aliases. How drug riddled and and more importantly, how how enabled do you have to be in order to get away with that? I, it's unbelievable. I I don't know that I want to pretend to get into the mind of Michael Jackson. I don't know that I want to get into the mind of Michael Jackson. I think that I I would just be. The, it'd be too scary. Yeah, the trauma of his childhood. And then what it resulted in in his adulthood is, wow. Yeah. Wow. Still one of the best singers of all time, best dancers of all time. But dude, no. Dude, no. No, dude. Dude, no. Um, but on that note, Pat, uh, any, any, uh, any other truth or fictions that you have? Oh, sure. Sure. So uh, <clears throat> our... Uh... Dementia in chief, um, President Joseph Marionette Biden is uh, yeah. apparently slated to give a speech that will involve discussion about the supposed assault against rights in the U.S. Truth or fiction? Or are rights under assault in the U.S.? Truth, but not the way that uh, Joe Biden thinks. Okay. Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I can make a grand argument that that is definitely under assault. If they had a majority majority in the uh, Senate, mm-hmm. they would be doing more than they have. Um, take a look at your Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights. Take a look at the Tenth Amendment. Take a look at the bastardization of the 14th Amendment. You know, you could go down, take a look at your First Amendment. Ah, white Christian nationalists. And, uh, you know, the the arguments of the left about how we have to, we we can't become a theocracy. That's literally what the Constitution says we can't become. That's literally the existence of the First Amendment, so that we cannot establish a religion as a nation. It can't exist that way. The government shall not establish a religion. 
That's it. Make no law establishing a religion. That is it. Doesn't mean that nobody can practice it in public. I mean, for crying out loud, Sunday services, right? Sunday Christian services were allowed inside, inside the Capitol, the halls of Congress, all the way through most of the 1800s. I, I, separation of church and state. It is not a thing that's in the Constitution. It is a thing that Thomas Jefferson mentioned one time in his life. And it has been bastardized so badly as to what that, that phrase was talking about and what it was what it is meant, that it is up there with the Benjamin Franklin security and freedom and deserving neither. Right? Because we don't understand on the right vastly um, what that statement was actually about. And it was about the freedom of the legislature in the state of Pennsylvania to make its own decisions regarding land grants. And he was saying, if you want to give up your freedom to vote on these things be, for the security of not looking bad, right? That's what he was talking about. It was a yeah, yeah, I just yeah, our our rights are under assault. There's not the way that he thinks it is, because he's gonna make a guarantee. He'll make a case about voting, right? Mm -hmm. Except for more more people voted in the last election than ever before. Number one, number two. So far in these midterm elections, more people have voted than ever before with more restrictions, quote unquote. In the state of Wisconsin, Pat, when um, Scott Walker was governor, passed a law requiring voter ID. You have to show an ID to vote, right? They just set a record for the most people ever in a primary. How is that possible, right? Well, yeah, yeah, your voting rights are being... No, no, no. They're actually being protected. But the Republican Party doesn't want to have that fight either because that's going to expose them as a party that has no answer. What, what, what say you on that? Oh, I, I totally agree with this. this I mean... You could point out you, you you could I mean basically go down the constitution pick something right mm -hmm. and you you could probably make the argument somewhere along the lines that it is under assault by the current spirit of the age it's it is under assault it's just not under assault the way that Joe Biden would say it is because Joe Biden is literally part of the spirit of the age it's it, the way he's going to phrase it is that what his ideology is under that spirit of the age is under assault. He's not necessarily wrong about that either because people like you and me are standing up against those things. Um, so, I mean, I, I, could, I, could, I could make the argument that this is true. It's just from what point of view? Yeah, 100%. But all, 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 all in all, this is, this is fiction. Because we know 
what our constitution says. We we know what our God given rights are. We understand the laws of nature. Nature's God, by the way, which you know, uh, by the way, the uh, gay marriage bill. Um, we understand these things, and because we understand we? these things, we can really state that these are under assault. Okay, so you're saying you and I understand these things, right? And I was well, say the larger, like, broader society doesn't. Because if so, what the hell are you willing to do to stand up and say, no, you don't get to violate my Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights anymore, FBI, DEA, CIA, NSA. You don't get to hire private businesses to skirt around the law anymore. Right. And and, and the the sad part is most people don't understand their rights in regards to many of these things. They don't. Mm -hmm. All right, Pat. On that note, any final thoughts on today's show? Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And it's good to have Andrew back, even though he was sick. Yeah, still not 100%, but uh, getting better. Uh, so that's good. I'm glad to be off the bench and, and uh, starting. Um, with that being said, please be smart, be safe, be kind. As always, Matthew 547. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.